Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Well, I'm going to begin on a sad note. No. I'm sorry. No, but, you aren't. Well, I am. Um, <laughs> because I have to. We're, we're sort of obligated to. And when a big, important children's literature person dies, we because our entire podcast is based on reading their books, we have to at least acknowledge that fact. Okay. Uh, Eric Carle, who did The Very Hungry Caterpillar, has died. I didn't know he was still alive. He was still <laughs> alive, yes. He was He was 91, I think. Wow. And uh, yeah, I know, Good I know, him. I know, right? Because like, we think of all the great picture books and like everyone's dead. Right. So it was weird That's what that I he thought. was still around. Yeah. But he wasn't the only one who died. Uh, Lois Ellert, who did the art for Chicka Chicka Boom Boom, also died. They kind of just one fell swoop. And she was like 89, I think. Now, it, the interesting thing is that they both sort of specialized in cut, brightly cut paper illustrations in picture books. Like collages. Like collages, basically. So two collage artists in one, in one weekend uh, just, just up and died on us. So I did, I did think about doing one of their books, but, but no, Kate. Your wedding comes first. And that's, that's coming up, isn't it? It's in eight well, as the when time we're recording runs. it, it's in eight days. But when the podcast comes out, it'll be in four days. And you you just told me now that um, we will not be recording for some reason the day before your wedding. I am confused by this. I don't I don't understand. Why, I mean, what else you got to do, Kate? I'm going to be like a little busy. What? You know. It's not like you're having the wedding in your backyard. Oh, oh. you're having the wedding in your backyard. Yeah. Oh, that might be why. Okay, yeah. fine. I'm not sure, you know, where our listeners you know, gonna be okay with us skipping a week. I, I don't mean, know, man, because gonna they're gonna once, be like, right, I don't so. know if you're dedicated to this podcast because this is a one-time event, <laughs> never gonna happen again. So let's just yeah. all right. Well, I'll give it to you this one time. Right okay, there. not again, young lady. All right. I won't be allowed. <laughs> um, and while we're at it, who are you? I am Kate, the bride, and I'm Betsy, not that the bride. That's right. Uh, not this time, anyway. And this is Fuse 8 and Kate, and we uh, we look at picture books, as I said, and determine if they are classics or not. And as requested, you requested a wedding picture book. Yes. Now, the one I wanted to do was a cult classic wedding picture book. Well, I put it on interlibrary loan and things being what they are, it didn't come in on time. And so I had to go with my backup wedding picture book. And this wedding picture book, uh, I consider a classic. It was turned into a Weston Woods video. It's, uh, and it also, it's one of my favorite things in the whole wide world. It's an import from a country where they don't speak English, which is one of my favorite things. What country? Germany. I knew you were going to say. And what was the last time we did the German book? Oh, that's right. It was Death Duck and the Tulip by Wolf Earl Bruch. And now we're going to follow it up with another German picture book. Are you ready? Is it going to just be angry sounding? Just... It's going to be no. called The Wedding, but it's going to be like, It's Schmitterly. It's not. The Pig's Wedding. That's right. Who's it by? 
Helm Heine. Helm Heine. <laughs> I like Heine. Maybe, it might be Heine. There is a Heine on the cover. I so. thought, okay, so he's hold this pig is holding like a paint. A palette. Palette. Yeah. In front of another pig's butt. Yeah. And I thought that was like the inside of the butt that they had cut off. <laughs> The front part, and that was like the inside. Like it is German. <laughs> this is where this sausage comes from. <laughs> no, no, that is it is a much sweeter picture than the one that she I is describing. I, I don't know. He's you. painting on like a white. He's painting on her wedding dress so that it fits. That's so a good a, way to so do it's it. Like a nudist wedding. What's it called when they do the body paint and it looks like you're wearing clothes but you're naked and you have like the painting on your body? Yeah, that's what this is. A whole book of it. It's like a nudist wedding. This is like a nude. This is the nudist wedding. <laughs> I think you should take some tips from this. <laughs> Why uh, don't you read it and get all the tips you need? That's awkward. Yeah. While Kate does her read, let's learn a little more about this author here. This Mr. Helm Hein, uh, who is apparently still going strong. He was born in 1941 in Berlin, uh, but he actually lives in New Zealand these days. But he is a... He, renaissance man you know one minute he's writing screenplays and the next minute he's making satirical drawings and sculptures the next minute he's writing audiobook scripts i don't even know what that would consist of basically when he was a kid he was described as and i love this line quote playful nonconformist, and with a broad artistic talent unquote uh he was sort of expected to you know go into some sort of business he did study business but he also studied art afterwards in the early 1960s although planned he did not take over the parental hotel in a moated castle in wolfroth dussel an old small village on the uh town boundary of wuppertal i just really read all of that so i could get to the word wuppertal uh instead he traveled through europe and he went to Asia, and he went to South Africa, and eventually he got around to writing picture books. The first one did pretty well, but his big hit, his first really big hit, was The Pig's Wedding. And that is the one that sort of made his name. Uh, he made many other picture books after that these days. Well, I guess after that even, let's see, he went on to do successful things in other areas. Like, he created a theme park for the Hanover Zoo. Uh, he had numerous expositions in Europe, uh, the United States, and Asia. He created a character in a, in a picture book series, and then that became a cartoon series called Tabaluga, and it ran for 78 episodes in 18 countries. So all told, not too shabby. Not too shabby. And we're back. Hello. Hello. So I'm going to be relying on you because you know many things about weddings right now, how accurate this wedding in this book is. Not accurate at all. What are you talking about? I, I think I think it gets many things very right. Does it? Um. Well, maybe one thing. Like what? They get married? No, well, there's that, but there's, um, there's maybe. a banquet we don't even... table afterwards. I think that's... We don't have a banquet table. Well, you don't, but surely somewhere someone at some point in the history of weddings has had a banquet table. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I saw a pie table once. That was cool. Yeah, but that's not the same. Anyway, okay. Anyway, okay. Well, so sorry Get back to the start, yeah. To, to make this as not like a normal wedding as possible, <laughs> uh, we start off with a pig doing smoke signals. Yeah, so right there, I'm like, do they do, they don't do smoke signals in Germany. Where are they getting this from? 
I don't know. I I was weird. I was just gonna do letters in the mailbox. Yeah, alerting neighbors. You know what? But, I think um, you could take a tip for two from this book. Also, here's the thing: when have pigs needed to communicate via smoke signals? Is it outside of like? a cafeteria when they're warning their friends like don't come near you're going to die (laughs) apparently this has come up more than once i mean they're clearly adept enough at it that they can make those perfect smoke rings which must be very difficult to make he's got the blanket yeah no 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 he's very pleased with himself he's not even worried he's going to get like the message wrong oh no the message is tomorrow is porker's wedding tomorrow is porker's wedding tomorrow Tomorrow is porker's wedding tomorrow is if you say that to me (laughs) don't even think about it i'll make sure that the children chant is porker's Porker's wedding wedding anyway so right and he says via smoke signals that you all are invited so all these pigs come out of the woods um, and they bring, uh, it looks like, bottles of wine of and plates did. and forks. And they imme- brought their own forks. Fair pay to the pigs. Yeah. And then immediately the bride, Curly Tail, mm. says, hmm, they smell. <laughs> okay. You know what? That's they so do rude. S- it's rude, but it's true. I mean, Betsy, how would you feel if at the wedding i say to you betsy <laughs> you stink take a shower and I well guarantee- if it's in front of everyone else and i would be a little upset you yeah. would have this facial expression of all the pigs that are being forced to clean themselves none of them are happy about it except no. for like the kids or the yeah. one pouring the water the one pouring the water well that's a good gig you want to be that one <laughs> though it doesn't look like... How is it getting the water? Like someone must be bringing it bucket after bucket. Well, That's no, the only there's thing a hose. Oh, there is and a then, hose. And then uh, I guess this is Curly Tail who's providing the buckets for... And cl- crawling right. up the For whoever prefers for... to have a shower. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, wow. Talk about like, Bridezilla. Bridezilla. Yeah. No, that's true. You think you've seen a Bridezilla, but you have not seen a Bridezilla until you, you have gone to a Curly wedding. Tail. The bride walks in the room, looks at the assembled family and friends who have come just for her and then goes y'all stink showers now and now she's forcing them all to dress up honey they're pigs yeah but it is a wedding but i <laughs> she wants it to be look they wear that every day she wants it to be a little you mean bit they special. wear nothing every day precisely she wants it to be just a little bit special you can't blame her for well, that and she makes it fun well no porker a oh, porker makes it makes fun. it okay, he's very inventive he is he can think like on on his tippy toes on the day of his wedding right which never happens no no groom or bride is gonna be like oh i'm gonna come up with this new idea for every single person at my wedding and i'm gonna implement it you know 10 Do you minutes get the feeling though that she comes up with the ideas and but he, he actually executes, put, them? executes them yeah. yeah that's my impression but that's the nature of this relationship yep so uh so she decides that all of them need clothes and he goes to the barn and gets a bunch of paint and paints clothes on all of the pigs <laughs> he does We've got people in like a bikini. I we've love got, the bikini. We've got uh, people in like bow ties and polka dots, and um, you know we've got the the priest. The priest outfit is fantastic. He's, wearing, he's like painted in a black preacher's robe. He's got like robe, the white. Says. He's had the white collar, collar like painted on. They're painting on watches and glasses. And... Some of them just have a bow tie. They're like, you know what? I'm perfectly dressed with just my bow tie. Well, what are you gonna do about it? 
Curly Tail's not having that. Well, she's well, maybe he does paint more later. <laughs> okay, yeah, here we are with all the clothing painted right, on, so including all... that magnificent tie. Yeah, I mean, uh, some of these outfits are interesting. Okay, I... so this book came out in 1977 in Germany and 1978 in the States. I think they look pretty good for the 70s. They're not bad. I mean, you got someone dressed as a pirate with a gun in his belt. <laughs> okay, so... so that's awesome. <laughs> if you're going to be able to dress like anything, why not be a pirate? I mean, we won't have someone dressed as a pirate at our wedding, though I guess it's not too late. Yo, could... Dude, your wedding has plenty of days. You could get a pirate. <laughs> but the, this is, I could be a pirate. This is the only page that differentiates it being an international or like an across the pond book oh how so uh because it says that they they all get together for a photo but it's with a photographer who has a real camera not a painted one and color with a u yeah you know why i think this was translated in england and so that's like the british that's english yeah themish that's the only part of this i noticed that made me go oh it's you an ain't overseas from book. these here parts. Yeah. But honestly, this could be American. There is... Sometimes I, I see a, a, an import from Europe, and you can tell right away. Like, right away. I mean, it's just blatantly obvious, like, the, the art style, everything. This does not feel particular once i know it's european i'm like oh well yes i can see but that type of style of art is very <laughs> indicative of the blah 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 no no i wouldn't be able to uh it's really depressing though that one of the pigs uh just has a black line down his back and he went as a piggy bank that's oh. so wrong. It's kind of on so many levels. It's kind of a sardonic sense of humor. Like, oh, you want me? You want me to get dressed for your wedding? Okay. It's a kid I'm a though. piggy bank. It's a little. It's a little baby. Someone. Oh, you think it's a baby? At, yeah, because all the kids are in front. Oh, you're right. It's a kid. And so someone took their I, child, painted a black I stripe think, on the back, and was like, "You're a but bank." Look how they're positioned. I think they're totally in command of the situation. I think they know what they're doing. I think that's that it's like someone's father. That's it's that, that kid's father that kid. has a sixth sense of humor, and he's yeah. like, "Kid, you're going to be a bank." Now. Someone does have a sixth sense of humor. I think we can agree on that. I mean, you yeah. might as well dress one of them up as like a bacon or something. I mean, well, they didn't go that far. It is a wedding, <laughs> after all. Right. So they they get married under a tree, and they all sing. Every piggy, small or big, wants to be a lucky pig. I would love to know what the original was. I also don't know what the German word for pig is. I don't either. That's what Google's for, though. It's Schwein. Schwein? S-C-H-W-E-I-N. Schwein. Schwein? Schwein. That W could be a V. It could be a V. Like a Schwein. Schwein. Yeah, Schwein. I don't know. Makes way too much. Das Schwein. (laughs) You know what a sow is? What? Sow. (laughs) S-A-U. Oh. You want to know what a piglet is? What? It's a furkle. A what? F-E-R-K-E-L. Furkle. Furkle. I am now naming my next book... Furkle the pig. Okay. Anyway. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> so the wedding is done. They're now all eating uh, at this table that has a bunch of food. Awesome. And their painted clothes burst because their stomachs are so full. Well, How does, you know what? I was painted okay. clothes burst, Betsy? I have an idea. You know when like you've got the paint, the paint gets on your skin and it's kind of wet and it kind of can move with your skin, but then it dries and it gets all crackly? Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of bursts off, right? I wouldn't use the and, word burst. Okay. It, it's more disgusting splits? to use the word burst. I would say split. You know, this is a translation. They right. might have gotten some things a little wrong. 
So after they all eat, uh, they start dancing. So they're all out in the meadow. And I they're... would love to know how he painted on that top hat, by the way. Oh, no, no, no. That is a paint can that he oh. painted black and put it on his head. He's very clever. And that is Boy, a... this guy's a handy guy. Right? Yeah. He also made the bride's Curly Tail's uh, flower she crown. She looks lovely. I'm just going to say. She looks great. I mean, where would she be without Porker, she... man? Porker is a catch. I think we can agree on that. So they're all out in the meadow and they're all dancing and it looks like there's a storm coming, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you've got these two pigs that are dancing, but it looks like the storm is taking one of these (laughs) pigs away. We got a Wizard of Oz type situation here. There's a tornado now. Yeah. (laughs) Also- Flying pigs everywhere. Okay. Is the guy who's the priest- Yes. Is he doing the running man? He's dancing like the guy from Peanuts. No, he's dancing like the guy from Peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. <laughs> dun, 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 I mean, we'll put a side-by-side dun, dun, on Instagram dun. of this guy. Yeah, we are. And the Peanuts guy. Yeah, I think that's Jeremy who does it. Isn't that his name? I don't the know. Peanuts anyway. Anyway, but if you plan for rain- there won't be rain. That's right. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, you don't I'm, want this. I'm planning for rain because I really, really don't want it. You really don't want your guest clothes to melt away. Oh yeah, in the course of the all, proceedings. All the painted clothes are now. It's a uh, terrible it's a way awkward. for a wedding to end. So <laughs> all the guests ended up naked. Yeah, so they're all naked now. <laughs> that's, so, a, that's a good party. But you. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what this book is missing? Anuses. This is yeah, a European it is book, weird. and there are no pig anuses. But there's so many butts. You got to You, you got a lot of butts and no anuses. There's well, something wrong it, there. If they're they're chunky little porkers. You'd have to dig around it's for a It's a European book. There should be anuses. Uh, you're not getting the butt shots. It's it's I think another that's another reason why this feels so American to me. Is why? Because they all get naked? No! The lack of <laughs> anuses! Oh. Ah. So, right. So they the rain stops, but now all their you know painted clothes have washed away. And Porker, again, he comes up with the idea. He's like, everyone stop crying. We all should just jump in a muddy pit. And they do. I mean, do you get the impression like the only pig who's allowed to ever get married is Porker because he's the only one who knows how to like arrange activities for oh, the yeah. guests? Seriously, arranging activities for the guests that they all enjoy, that is a skill. I mean, they are all loving it. And I think this is kind of the equivalent of the trash the dress, except there's no dress. Right. So trash the lack of the dress. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So they all um, get naked and swim in the mud pond. Like you do. And they all get muddy, and then that evening they all go home. Mm. Um, and it says that after- I like those rain clouds that are like disappearing. That's yeah. just a really cool detail. But it says after all the pigs had left, happy, muddy, and full of good food, uh, I, I immediately was like, "Man, I hope I can say that at my wedding that everyone leaves happy, <laughs> muddy, muddy, and full, full of-, of good food." That's a good wedding. It's not a bad wedding. It's a fun wedding. I mean, I don't know about the muddy part, but yeah, it depends if they want to be muddy. Yeah, yeah. So he picks up his bride and they go into uh, the stable and he paints a bed on the wall because he can. Why uh, not? He can do anything. Though, do you wonder if the farmer is going to come into this barn and be like, why did someone paint a he bed? He already approved this massive wedding. One has to assume. <laughs> One does not like sneak that many pigs onto a farm without the farmer noticing. So, Can I tell you what's kind of gross about this picture, though? What's it? He paints, uh, what do you call these? Like the drapes? The drapes of the four-poster bed. bed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
He put cherries on it. Oh, so you don't approve of his it's decoration It's wedding choices. night, and he painted cherries. Thank you. Isn't that gross? Well, only when you say it. <laughs> Dude, I think that Too was soon. that was a detail that wow. was on purpose. I don't know. What's the other fruit? There's another apples fruit. or okay. pears. I don't know. They're green. All right, but they look like apples to me. The shape looks like an apple. But you yeah. see, you've got apples and cherries. Jeez. I don't know. I thought that Could was be peaches. I no. thought that was gross. Anyway, <laughs> they uh, they. I would think the scythe over her head would be more disturbing. Oh, the the scythe. Yeah, her bending. And then the weird, like, BDSM chains on the yeah, walls. Anyway, that's the that end is. of the book. The end. Oh, it's so <laughs> nice. So nice a book. Yes. Um, what to say? Well, it's really hard to find any reviews of this book because it came out so long ago. The only review I could possibly find was very brief. It was from Publishers Weekly, and all it said was, glorious colors embellish paintings of sublime nonsense. <laughs> And I'm like, sublime nonsense is a win for a quote. I also well want done. that at my wedding. Sublime nonsense. Yes, <laughs> and I wouldn't mind some glorious colors while you're at it. It would be very nice. Uh, yep, so there is a Weston Woods video of this. I know this because this is one of those I may have mentioned before. I used to work in a library that had like film strips that we would show to the kids. And you're like, what? Did you work there in 1983? No, I worked there like... 2006 so we were still using film strips this was one of them it was delightful i'm sure there's a youtube video that has a section of it i'll put it into the show notes and that as they say is that ratings time so my review <clears throat> meh oh no yeah meh. i like it's the, delightful i like the ingenuity of the groom i like the dancing priest and i like all the butts a lot of buzz. However, is it a classic? Are kids going to ask to be read this book? Probably not. Um, it's fine. Um, not nearly as much drama and stress as a real wedding. I would have expected a lot more to go wrong because that might have made it more entertaining and maybe more like an actual wedding. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I gave it a five. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I'm right down the middle. Yeah, um, I can't disagree with you. There's probably a reason why it is not the best remembered picture book of all time it's so cheery it has such a great sense of humor about itself um it does it doesn't take anything too seriously I, you don't we don't you know, the last german book i gave you was about death walking around with a duck and at the end the duck dies. i like those illustrations better though yeah sure way more than this book. yeah sure but i like this one it's got a free flowing style as i say i don't think it's dated much uh, it certainly doesn't feel like, it. I mean, it could take place anywhere. You know, pigs are universal. We all got pigs somewhere. I love the ingenuity of it, the, the, the free form of it. But do I think that it's actually a classic classic? I can't really argue that it is. So I am also a five. I keep imitating you. These, you do. These, it's two weeks in a row. I promise next book we do. I'll be completely different from you. So this is a down the line Down classic. the line, just on the nosy. Because we say five and up classics. Right, so, so it's just, it's neither here nor there. Meh. Yeah. Meh. We don't have a sound for that. Meh. Meh. <laughs> we just got like a goat going, meh. <laughs> Excellent. Letters time. We had one letter that was sent to us that was so long uh, I would like and to glorious. and glorious. I would like to actually give it its own episode next time um, because we had one that came right before it. So I'm going to be doing the one right before it, but 
Please hold on, Heather. We will get to your letter, I promise. But today we are having a letter from Beverly. Hello, Beverly. Beverly says, hello, ladies. Long-time listener, infrequent emailer, I've been noticing two trends in the books you've been reviewing. Many have a child main character that doesn't really solve their own problem, and main characters that are not children or childlike. Not that I have an issue with either of those. However, as a writer, as a member of a children's writing critique group, we always seem to get called out for these two things, being told no one will buy these stories. I realize all the books you review are older, but I believe the same mantra was spoken years back. Do classics, quote-unquote, tend not to fit the hero's journey plotline? So I'm just wondering about your thoughts as readers, librarian, mother, aunt. Thanks, and keep up the great work. It's a good question. Um, as she says, so the two things, the two trends are the main character is, uh, the child main character doesn't solve their own problem. And uh, that can certainly be the case for, well, Madeline doesn't really solve her own problem. And Corduroy certainly doesn't solve his own problem, though he's not really a child. He's more of a bear. And yeah, it, it, that comes up a lot. And then the other one is that, um, and then there are main characters that are not children slash childlike. Yeah, there are some that star, well, we just had Mr. Gumpy. Yeah. He's the hero. He's a dude. He's a grown dude. We got two grown pigs that just got married. We just got two grown pigs. You, though you cannot deny they solve their own problems, or at least one of them well, solves yeah. the problems for everybody else <laughs> consistently throughout the narrative. So, yeah, you know, they're, they're, it's true. No one wants a passive protagonist, uh, and yet that is often what we find in the older picture books. Is it, does it matter? Eh, we can't really judge today's picture books on the same standards as the previous picture books, I'd argue, because the market is completely different. Kids today are different. The world in which we live is different. But some books age better than others, and it's possible the ones where the kid is more of an active protagonist would be better. But I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. It's an interesting point. Be interesting what other people think. So if you have thoughts on the matter, feel free to email us at fusekdate at gmail.com. Cool. Grown-up things we like. You go first. Okie dokie. I am so happy because so many things that I love that go away have come back. And so four things that I love Jeez. have come back. I'm doing them in order of uh, how... Like a half-hour podcast, Betsy. No, 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 no. <laughs> I will skim over them. Four things in order of how mature they are. The first thing that's coming back is a delightful animated show called Owl House. The second season's coming back. It is a hoot. Um, <laughs> I hoot. say that, well, also, in a, yeah, yeah, one of the characters' name was... is Hootie, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, it is very funny. It is very amusing. It is on Disney+. Plus. Uh, feel free to watch it. The first season just came out, and the second season's coming out, I think, in a couple days. Lego Masters, season two, that is coming back. We are very happy about that in my, in my household. On the podcast side, two podcasts are back for new seasons. Uh, my dad wrote a porno, season six, and boy, it's great. It is as thoroughly disgusting uh, as ever. And then finally, uh, the podcast Marlon and Jake read Dead People. Uh, Marlon James and his editor uh, talking about old classic literature that is not for children. Uh, they have a new season out, so... Cool. Yeah. 
Um, I showed you uh, this guy on Instagram, and I showed our mother. And uh, oh, is this the? Yeah, yes. this so is awesome. If you have Instagram or TikTok, write down the name of this uh, this person. It's H I R O K I S A N Hirokasan seventy nine. Um, he <laughs> he's amazing. He has amassed over 40,000 followers and 1.3 million likes since posting for the first time in November of 2020. What does he do that should <laughs> he, draw such love to him? He's known for his musical duets with dogs and cats and birds. And he also plays music alongside like mundane household noises like the sound of a ping pong ball or a child jumping out of bed. So when you say this, you mean he plays with them with them knowingly knowing he's playing with them or that he sets them to music he sets them to music ah. it is a split screen and i'm going to attempt to yeah do a little of that then let's see a little sample here <laughs> so you really have to just you even if you're just listening you really should watch it because it's a split screen of him playing the piano and then the video of the dog or the cat or the bird or whatever making the noise and he's so good and i highly recommend it if you need a good laugh or a smile um hero kasan 79 go check him out that was an excellent excellent <laughs> recommendation you recommended it to me earlier uh in the week and it, i just i just broke down laughing it was, it was so live immediately Followed him on Instagram. Uh, and it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. And I take welcome. every decision my entire life. That was the best one I wow. ever made wow. ever. Good. So it's good to know what it is, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. just you can rank everything after that. Exactly. So, it's yep. fantastic because ranking is what life's all about. Yep. And on that note, since we rank picture books here, uh, we'll be ranking them again soon. But we will be taking the next week off because somebody around here is getting married. Woo-hoo! I'm not going to be saying who. <laughs> the answer may surprise you. <laughs> no, it won't. Uh, but until then, I'm Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fusing Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8 Kate. Listen to us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Player FM. Or follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime and our temporary bachelor is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird.